0: I mean, we were just sitting back, you know (laughs) Chopping it up Reminiscing about the good old days and all that (laughs) You know, tracking my roots Where I came from and where I'm going But like I say, man it's not about
1: the nope. it's all about the journey, it's all about the journey baby.
0: Ain't nothing hey everybody welcome back to another episode of seamless watermelon i'm al i'm tamika all right and we gotta we're gonna talk about something that's rather trendy and interesting at the same time
1: i mean today yeah uh, w-
0: well i mean don't don't you think we talk about that all the time
1: Something trendy and exciting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay okay, okay, okay. Let's just get into the topic. So um I've been online, you know I like to buy a lot of uh I like to buy a lot of sporting goods on the internet. Yeah. You know, um things to work out in, shoes, Athletic stuff, athletics, yeah. gear, all of that type of stuff. That's one of the things that I like to do in my spare time. So um and when I go put all of the stuff in the cart, yeah. And then, you know, you go and you hit the uh, the checkout and everything. I'm starting to see this thing that says, well, uh, you know, you can you can pay it all with your credit card or debit card now or you can do it in these um, four easy installment payments.
1: Yeah. So it pops up like a pay- per payment.
0: Yeah. So I never really knew or really cared about that. You know what it was. Um, I, it, the ones I've seen this called Klarna.
1: Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Different ones. But. The- I think the point is that you've been seeing a lot of buy now, pay later stuff.
0: Okay, so that's what that is. Buy now, pay later. So I've been seeing that a lot and I've been hearing a lot about it. Mm -hmm. So... um,
1: That's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Just sort of talking a little bit more about this because we're seeing it come up as a frequent thing and we know it's something that people are out there using and so we kind of just want to talk about it with y'all because, you know, we're interested too. We want to learn. We're always trying to learn new money topics, proudest... A delting thing is us trying to figure out how all this shit works. So uh stay tuned as we get into buy now pay later.
0: What's up y'all? This is Al. Thanks for listening to see Watermelon and we'll be right back.
1: So let's talk a little bit about um I guess what we're discussing is buy now pay later. So right. kind of how I understand it and I've really seen it again, like you said, when you're doing any type of purchases online. And you're about to check out. Of your, everything's in your cart. You're gonna check out, and then you see something pop up that says that. Also, sometimes when you're shopping, it'll say, "Oh, you have a sweater for a hundred dollars. Oh, you can break this down in twenty-five dollar payments in four installments. So buy today for twenty-five dollars, mm-hmm. and you'll see that instead of having to pay the hundred. So normally, that's how I've seen you know buy now, pay later show up.
0: Okay, so. Um now you said there's a lot of companies that's doing it. Yes. So what, what are the more popular
1: ones? So the ones that I have seen are like Afterpay. Um, I believe they're Australian based company. Um, I've seen Klarna, which I saw a little fairly new after Afterpay, and then I've seen Affirm. I think Affirm is the one that's been around the longest and they mm-hmm. tend to be, um, it, it tends to vary based on like where you shop and what you're shopping for. So I've mostly seen Afterpay around like clothing sites um, you know, beauty stuff Karna, very similar Karna, we can kind of go through each of them Because I do have a little bit of, you know, info on it And then Affirm, I tend to see more so with larger purchases mm-hmm. So I'm, we're talking about furniture, like on Wayfair And things like that That's when you'll normally see a Affirm
0: Okay, so um, I'm, I'm, we're going to talk about it later But um, it sounds pretty straightforward to me that you know the payments you know they divide them up into a certain number or whatever it is it's four payments or five or you know ten or whatever it is Mm -hmm. okay so it sounds like these services are pretty much offering sort of similar like i guess payment plan a similar product um but if they're different companies then you know some of them have to have advantages over the other so we'll talk about that later but um but I take it that is it safe for me to assume that
1: well I think it's safe to assume that they have different options that's for sure I mean I would consider these to be something like micro installment loans Mm -hmm. so they're definitely loans that's important to understand Um, you know basically somebody's forwarding you or um, fronting you the money and then you're basically paying back no different than a credit card in that capacity Mm -hmm. so it is important to focus on the fact that they are installment loans but the options do vary based on the particular thing that you're using. And, and they vary, again, based on retailer. So a lot of times you can start mm-hmm. these things on an app. You can download the app and you might not get as much. Or if you go to their website, you'll see a little bit more information. But most of these, the, the, I think the varying difference is for the majority of these, especially things like Afterpay and Connor, they started with apps. Mm-hmm. And then they kind of went on to online purchasing. Like, well, now you can go to a website and see it. Um, and they're now hooked up to more retailers because they are relatively new in the game. Whereas a firm has been around for a while. So, like I said, it's like a site like Wayfair, where you see furniture and larger purchases, and some other sites that sell furniture and other types of goods. Affirm a firm was like the only one in the game for a while. Okay. I believe they're U.S. based, um, and so they were more of a traditional lending situation to a certain degree.
0: Okay, so um, I guess if I could make an example out of out of this. Um, a real simplified example, yes. and you can tell me where if I'm wrong or if this is not accurate. And I'm not
1: an expert; I just know a little bit about this. <laughs> I've been, you know, uh, I've dabbled in it a little bit, and just to get an idea of it. And as a little bit less, this is less his thing. Yeah. Um, he knows less about this particular thing.
0: Okay, so um, I guess like a, an example would be if I compare it to something that you know all of us will, perhaps most of us use is like food delivery service okay. um okay so food delivery service um i guess i don't know who came out first but like you know th- it would be the difference between using i guess like a DoorDash versus like an uber eats Some, that's perfect right somebody you know DoorDash may have different vendors than uber eats has mm-hmm. and they may they may have varying i guess well i don't know if these things have fees or so, so we'll talk about that later but um you know, but they have different vendors and their different um, delivery times or options or whatever the case that's, is.
1: That's a perfect example. So, <clears throat> sorry, <clears> throat> my throat today. I don't know what's going on with me in the water. Okay, so um, I definitely would say that that's a perfect example. So you, it's just different people in the same market, mm-hmm. um, and there are more popping up. I'm not as familiar with the other ones. I've seen one called Sizzle okay um I think there's another one it's got a different name so basically this is just different small companies so this you know Klarna Afterpay is like your DoorDash, your uber Eats, your um, Postmates your Grubhub so yeah they're just all like in the same market um, but they do some of them do different things in terms of their pay structures ah. um, but the majority of them are trying to mimic the other thing and they're not just for reason they're not just for buyers they're also for sellers Uh, and we'll kind of I guess that's something that one of the things that we're talking about and why we're discussing it today is is that buy now pay later has become a standard um, in people purchasing things online and retailing that's no longer it was fairly new maybe about a year or two ago maybe three years ago you know a little People here and there kind of understood what it was. You saw it in little corners here and there, and it wasn't a lot of places you can do it. A firm again was with places that were like very large purchases, Okay. Um, but now it's become the standard. And obviously one of the biggest things that's made it prominent is, you know, the pandemic people, you know, have to watch their money They're They're watching how much they spend, but we're home all the time. We're seeing a lot of commercials for things. We're bored. Um, we're on TikTok, we're on Instagram, we're being fed all of these things you need to have right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are things that people do actually need, and the affordability is limited because you don't know when your next check is coming in and stuff, and so right. that's when these things may come in handy.
0: Okay, so that's why, and that was, that was something I was going to ask next. So, you know, what makes these things so popular? So, like you said, um, what's making them popular is the fact that, like, people don't really have the money up front or they may their, their finances or you know their future finances might be a little bit you know unknown so it's like hey i can buy what i need now you know if i really need a coat for example
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know i can buy that now and i can pay it you know in in installments later on
1: or they do have the money but they don't they want to remain as liquid as possible because of what's going on right. so they may have $100 to give to this but they may be like well, let me keep my hundred and I'll just make this payment in installments because it's something that I don't want to mess with that hundred in case something comes up where I don't have the option to pay Like this, okay, so like for instance, and again, this is just throwing out a random example But let's say for instance, you have a car and your car breaks down nor nine times out of ten the only way to make pay for those um, Those car fix like any fixtures that you have to get done or any work is going to be through cash or credit yeah, yeah. and um, but if you and so you may need that hundred dollars. But if you are online and you want to purchase something for a hundred dollars, but it gives you the option of paying it through, let's say, afterpay, and you would just pay that in four installments. You may say, well, look, because I don't know what's going on right now, or I have the money, but I just want to stay liquid. I'll just pay this off in installments, and I'll pay. I'll just keep the cash on hand for my car payments. So some people, you know, look at it like that too.
0: Okay. All right. So all right. Yeah. It sounds. It. If- it sounds like something that's that's pretty, you know. I can understand why it's popular. Yeah. You know, I could definitely understand why it's popular. Especially
1: nowadays.
0: Yeah, especially now, like mm-hmm. you said, and with the pandemic and everybody being home all the time let's be honest when if you're home all the time and you're not going out mm-hmm. like we are in a pandemic mm-hmm. let's just let's just keep it real people are gonna people are gonna shop online
1: yes they are
0: you know it's something to do
1: retail therapy this right it's ret- stressful this panoramic is
0: stressful <laughs> the, the, the panoramic,
1: panoramic.
0: the panoramic <laughs> okay.
1: oh, we don't use pandemic anymore we don't use her name, it's all the her panoramic,
0: name. Girl, okay panoramic. but so but i can understand you know people it it's it's boring right now um you it, 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 you're going to go online and you're going to shop and it's you're going to say hey I like this it's going to give me you know a, a temporary boost of you know enjoyment at least temporary so um the real question I want to ask is can I buy video games on cloud?
1: You can buy. So you can buy whatever <laughs> yeah. you and I think it's important to understand, like, these things did start off kind of, like I said, in a small sector. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these things started off with, like, a few 100,000 people, a few hundred people. They were overseas first. Like, I believe, again, Kline, I believe it's Australian-based. So they were overseas first. They were unavailable to people in the U.K. at one point and then people in Australia. There was a testing moment for it. It was a beta period. And then even after that, there really was... A small amount of people using this the, initially. I feel like Afterpay was really popular with younger people and, like, I would say, Generation like Z, mm-hmm. um, and some Millennials. And you would see it in, like, on YouTube and things like that. So it was younger people and the retailers that they were connected with were things like Forever Twenty One, places that normally, you know, not the entire population shops at. So you got to think about it, young people disposable income. That's always been a thing that's happened where we spend our money. Um, in our 20s and teens that's common that thus disposable income land but after pay allowed for you to be able to do that in installments which meant you kept more money in your pocket um, and so it was more popular through that but then it grew mm. so as the retailers grew then it became something that's like okay now this is in full everybody's using this land yeah so the retailers grew with after pay um, you know it's around like I said uh, accessories clothing shoes beauty Klarna is similar. However, what has changed, um, and Klarna is probably a little bit more into this than Afterpay is, uh, is that they've started moving into retail stores. Mm-hmm. So, uh, for instance, with Sephora now, you could do Klarna on Sephora. So, like, at one point, it was Afterpay, and pretty much Afterpay and Klarna are pretty much the top ones in the competition. So they're, they're your they're your Uber Eats versus DoorDash. Okay. And so. With Klarna, what they started doing is they started going in store to your retailer. So, for instance, at Sephora now, whether you do it online or if you go into the store at the checkout, you can choose to pay with Klarna.
0: All right, so it used to be a totally online thing or through yes. the app, and now it's grown so much that now you can go get it, you can go do this right at the checkout at the store.
1: They can ask you, you can tell them, I want to pay with Klarna, you open up your phone. And they scan something and they put they give you the as a matter of fact i actually Lady so Sephora how you do it and you basically tell them they tell you the total mm-hmm. and then they scan you put the total in your karna and then they scan it and then that's it and then you pay that small payment and i guess we could kind of get into that in the next segment how this all breaks down and works but essentially yes you are basically paying you're basically paying a small down payment that day, and then you will pay it in equal parts normally okay. uh, throughout that. But it is in stores now, so it's an option at Sephora. It's an option at Macy's. Um, so these are major retailers who are now taking this in. And what I've noticed um, during um, the Panorific is that um, <laughs> they they basically have expanded tremendously. Mm -hmm. because retail there were a lot of retailers who did not do this at all major Mm -hmm. retailers so again you had smaller retailers and some major retailers but they were you know mostly geared towards younger people you know probably 20 to 34 option now a lot of major retailers and even some luxury brands have this on their website because the pandemic hit everybody so they, are, they don't have the option to be snooty. We right. need you to buy these goods and you're not gonna spend $500 on a purse right now right. because you don't know when your next check is coming, mm-hmm. you're waiting for your stimulus, all these different things. But we will break down for you that $500 payment into four installments cuz we still want you to buy this luxury no, purse and right, that's what we make. Right. We're not in the the uh, the game of making, you know, a $100 bag. Okay. But we'll make a $500 bag and we'll let you pay it off in installments. Right. And it has been something that has helped retailers bottom line tremendously except especially fashion lines who are, you know, some many who have suffered during the pandemic um from buying things that you don't necessarily need. Mm-hmm. But would like.
0: But would like. And yeah. that's
1: what these these uh, I think these businesses serve as instant gratification because you get the item up front and then you're paying it off
0: right all right so and that's gonna that's gonna segue into our next section because i want to know exactly how one you know the question becomes well why should i use this over my credit card and the next question i would have is um you know how exactly you know does the you know more details about how this works so we're going to talk about that next and uh stay tuned
1: I'm on the Jean, had to let him know. Put my demons in that cage, then I let him go. Mama told me just to chill, but it's still still. When that ill will, got me turning in the kill bill. Got taking shots, but your aim is funny. I give you the business, like a family came from money. Your change is funny. If you paying rent and rent not on real estate, it's time for you to reevaluate and innovate. I broke that door. Now I'm speaking at the podium, ain't broke no more. Campbell's soup is full of sodium. I spoke that all, just to manifest my destiny. Your knowledge is power, I'm about to kill All
0: right, everybody, welcome back. Um So, here's the thing about the buy now, pay later. It sounds great to me and everything else, but I have a credit card in my wallet. Like, so if I'm at the store and I have a credit card in my wallet, like, why should I bother with this whole thing? I mean, because to me, it's I already have an app for my credit card, I already have the credit card in my wallet, or whatever it is, and on top of that, it's like that it sounds to me like when you want to deal with these buy now pay later things, it's another account that I got to go out and create. So, why exactly should I I guess mess with the buy now pay later cuz on the surface to me, if I already have a credit card, like why even deal with this? Um so.
1: I mean, it definitely varies for everyone, so I don't know that by now pay later is for everybody. I think the biggest thing that's appealing to people as they learn about credit more and more, and again, this is just one other option.
0: Mm-hmm. This is an
1: installment loan, so okay. you know you're um, constantly paying it down, and. There is, a, with a lot of these services, there's no interest attached. Okay. So that's been the biggest appeal to most people. With a credit card, you normally have some form of interest attached. We know that there are people who have 0% interest. No credit card almost stays like that. Mm-hmm. Um, So you're dealing with usually anything anything from 2% or higher. I think the average credit card interest right now is like 10%. Okay. Um. You know, there are people lower than that, but the majority of Americans aren't less than ten percent. So you're dealing with interest on top of your payment if you haven't paid it off in full by the end of the, you know, the, the cycle or whatever or your pay period is done. Okay. So the the um I think the appeal for most people with these particular things are the fact that there's usually no interest attached. Now I do want to you know it's a disclaimer here. That's not with every one of these. Uh, it varies again based on products. So I know, for instance, with afterpay. Normally, you're hit with like a, a four installments thing. Okay. So, like I said in the example of the shirt, if it's a hundred dollars, and let's say everything with tax and um, you know taxes and shipping comes to hundred bucks, then you're paying four installments of twenty-five dollars. And one of those installments usually gets paid that day, so you're only owing seventy-five after the point that you've actually checked out. Okay. So that's going to be something different than if you're if you got a credit card, if you got a Mastercard that's ten point. 99% nine, nine interest and you are going to have to pay you don't pay it off in full. All right. You're going to be
0: paying some additional fees there. Okay, but this I guess, you know, so the skeptic in me says, well, I can pay my credit card in installments for one. Yes. And but you have interest. Uh, and I have interest, okay, but if the companies aren't making you pay interest, mm-hmm. then how are they making money? Because if the item is a hundred dollars, and if it's a, if it retails for a hundred dollars, yes, right, and they're charging you four payments of twenty five dollars, then how exactly are these companies making money? Like it, it, there has to be some fee or something involved in it. Mm-hmm. So. I may not be paying interest. Though. I mean, you may not be paying interest. Yes. But my thought process is, you got to be paying something because otherwise, they're not making any money. So
1: that is a massive uh, misconception about things like afterpay, okay. which is that you got to. It's, it's a hidden fee. So the good thing about this is that a way that you can tell this, and I'm not selling afterpay. We're not endorsing any of these services. You're <laughs> no, not we're getting not, paid. They not giving us a
0: dime. I, yeah.
1: So let's be very clear. But that's been a big misconception and a question many people have had. If you go online and you were to take that same jacket and you were to, to do the same transaction and put it all the way through, it would come out to the same cost, whether or not you're paying it with Afterpay or not. Okay. So that's that's when you know there's no hidden fee because the taxes and the shipping would still be the same, whether or not I'm paying with Afterpay. I don't go on Afterpay's website and then they add an extra $5 onto my order. Okay. How Afterpay, from my understanding how Afterpay makes a lot of that money is one, they're making a deal with a merchant. This is not just an option of um this is not just an option of you being able to get a benefit the retailer is getting a benefit if the if i'm selling clothes not only accept cash i limit how many people can buy from me right if i sell clothes and i only limit it to credit cards and um cash i still limit how many people can buy from me in a virtual world which is what we're in right so the credit card companies and the credit card companies clearly already do this they charge merchant fees you you meet many, many, many retailers who don't accept every credit card, if you've ever noticed that. Right. And you also they get charged merchant fees. So anything that we're purchasing, we purchase with a Visa or a MasterCard, they get charged they, merchant fees. Yep. The only difference is that the credit card companies have found a way to also charge you money on the other end. Right. But they charge the retailer whenever you use a credit card. Um, that's why sometimes you go into certain stores, and this is even with your debit card. If you ever been into a store, probably a smaller store, maybe a mom and pop shop, that they'll tell you things like, "Oh, you have to have buy a certain <laughs> amount of things because they're getting charged money." Right, they're getting for charged the merchant. Card right, there.
0: the merchant fee so comes in. So
1: a lot of afterpay's money comes in from the merchant fees because the more people that you are, that we're allowing to connect with us so that you can have the options to get more customers coming to you we can charge for that so they make the majority of their money over there they're not um and they also make about one quarter of their profit comes through fees charged to customers who failed to pay the reality is afterpay knows just like credit card companies do that not everybody's going to adhere to paying on schedule on time and there's a default um, the difference is however the default is rather small so i think after pay charges about eight dollars if you miss a payment okay um and they also limit their risk uh credit card companies have a tendency to run your credit these places don't run your credit many of them they just go off of your personal thing or they do a soft credit check but some don't do any at all but they extend to you a very small amount of credit so a credit card company would traditionally say okay you apply for a credit card based on your credit worthiness they'll they'll issue you a card of a certain amount of money
0: right okay
1: afterpay regardless of that because they may not do a credit check on you they'll just issue you like a threshold you don't know what it is so you'll go on to let's say Macy's and you'll purchase something and then afterpay will say okay you'll go through with your purchase you'll see if they accept it if afterpay says okay we'll accept your purchase for $100 that may be your limit with them
0: right okay you can't
1: go to five or six stores that day and just keep purchasing with afterpay they may let you go through to another retailer, or they may say no. You can't. You're not approved for Afterpay.
0: Okay, but I guess I guess the the credit card person would say, "Well, see, that's 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 the advantage of having a credit card. I can go into any store and pay for whatever I want. Yes, I can buy. You know, I can buy. There's no limit on what I choose to buy well, there's up to my the credit limit. Right, the credit limit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't want to get too technical here, but there's enough. I can go and spend. You know however much i want based on the limit or whatever it is there's no there's no you know hey you you've used it for the day or whatever it is and that's the
1: difference that's been appealing to people who use afterpay because their concern is that if i know if i have to use it if i use a credit card and i hit my max Mm -hmm. if i am constantly hitting my max it doesn't benefit me and it affects my credit score Right. These things don't affect your credit score necessarily because they don't run your credit, number one. And number two, you missing a payment doesn't mean that Afterpay is going to report you to the credit bureau. They have the option of doing that, but many people are able to just pay the $8 and move on. If you hit your your max limit, you're messing with your, your utilization on your credit card at that point. Right. So there is effects to you using your credit up to the limit that you want to use it to. Um, and then also there's a part of there's almost a safety that's built into these apps that allows you to not maybe go too far with it okay. now people still still do but the thing is if afterpay is limiting how many details i can hit in one day your credit card company isn't doing that pass maybe a fraud check if you're running your car too many places you might get a call and say, yeah hey, you might, yeah the thing?
0: Um, that's okay.
1: the difference and it's not a you know again it's an option for you or not for you but it's one of those things where like it's going to be a choice that you want to make or not make but your the difference i think with the that's appealing to people and customers right now that are using this is that one, there's not a lot of interest or charge to some of these um, services. Um, and also, the small amounts that you have to repay, is, it's pretty much following a lot of times your pay period or things like that. You know what your set payment is, it isn't changing or going up and down. Mm-hmm. On that purchase, you're paying exactly what you would pay to the retailer even if you were not using Afterpay or Karna. Um, and then essentially, you know you're kind of one and done with that purchase but um it also may help to keep you in balance and in control with how much credit is available to you
0: okay um but here's the thing you mentioned that it, in terms of credit right mm-hmm. so if i miss a payment on my credit card they report it to the credit bureau
1: not necessary
0: or you know, or whatever the case is if i miss a payment on my you know on my credit card and it's late for however many... Well, whatever whatever they do that's not relevant the point is is that if i miss a payment or whatever it, however it works and i lose i it affects my credit negatively
1: and you get well, charged interest and, and possibly it, a late payment fee right okay
0: if i but here's here's the flip side of that though if i'm somebody that's trying to rebuild credit or if i'm somebody that Let's say that I'm trying to get my credit to a certain point, establish a credit history or anything like that. That's where the credit card seems to be more beneficial.
1: But this isn't a competition about the credit card versus afterpay because afterpay or car is not used to, to there. If they're not running your credit, they're not. This wouldn't be a beneficial product to use if you're trying to build your credit. So that's this is that wouldn't really be relevant because if you're trying to build your credit, these aren't for that. This is a micro. This is a micro installment loan that's not meant to build your credit because a lot of times they're not running your credit. Mm-hmm. So this wouldn't be beneficial to you because it's not going to show up on your credit report. Well, I mean, unless yeah, you just but, don't pay it and then you completely leave it absent, then they they will report you to the credit right. bureau. But if you're trying to use your credit, this is not what this is for.
0: Right, but it just sounds like okay. One of the benefits is that you know you don't have adverse effects on your credit. But yes, there's, but there's a flip side to that. Whereas if you're using a credit card and you're using it, I guess, responsibly, as they say, quote, unquote, um, it has a beneficial side of it. So, yes, it's not, Klarna is not necessarily, you know, in competition with the credit card companies in that respect. But if we're choosing one form of payment versus the other. You don't
1: have to. That's the whole point with this.
0: But but if I if I choose to use the credit card, right? Yeah. All right. And I pay it off and do everything. That's going to help. my. that may make me say, well, let me use the credit card and let me ditch this corner thing because I'm trying to build credit.
1: And if that's your goal, then that would make sense. If mm. you're trying to build credit, I guess then your option would be to use a credit card. But you also usually don't. That effect takes place after months of good um responsible usage on your credit card Mm -hmm. normally besides your credit your credit score may be going up a little bit or utilization it really is going to just take months for it's going to take almost a year nine times out of ten for the for your good credit card usage to maybe uh result in a credit card line increase right or something like that which is what you're trying to do as far as your credit building is concerned i mean building goes up for you know different reasons but If you're trying to build credit, then, yeah, none of these things would be an option for you. They wouldn't be anything that you Mm -hmm. would need to use because that's not what they're made for. They're made for you doing purchases where you would be able to get your stuff now Mm -hmm. versus paying later. So basically how to keep yourself possibly if you're interested in it. Like you said, maybe you just don't have the money at the time, but you do need the the product. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or maybe if you um, have the money, but you want to stay a little liquid, but you know you can make the payments. And I think that that's where this kind of falls in line at and why this is so popular with people okay I don't think people are doing a competition of should I use my credit card over this I think it's more so falling into that framework I'm either don't have the money at all and I need the product but I can maybe try to make the payments or I can't afford to make the payments but I want to stay liquid um, as much as I can so I'll just make this you know payments and installments so I think that's, that's where people are at okay and I know that you um, we're saying that more so. I remember I was talking a little bit earlier about you know maybe upfront payment mm-hmm. versus this. Right. And what's the benefit? I don't think this really competes with the credit card thing.
0: Okay. I mean, you know, no. I'm just, I'm just saying like you know, hey, look, if I hear about, if I'm just somebody with a credit card, right, mm-hmm. and I have that in my wallet already, um, I'm just trying to say, okay, if if I'm that person and they say, hey, you know, let's say you you work the register at. at I don't know, Macy's or whatever one of these stores are. And they say, hey, you can play with Klarna. And I'm just like, well... Why should I pay with that when I have my credit card? You know, that's because. They're
1: you not going to fight you over it. Yeah, no, they no, they're not, not going to They're not
0: gonna fight you <laughs> yeah. over it. Yeah, they might have They, It's their job probably to mention.
1: They don't mention okay, it. Okay, maybe they really don't. don't yeah, I, I don't know. Just, they, you you let them know not that you're yet. interested in paying with it. Okay. Um, And there are some options now where they'll have like little tags and stuff by the registers. Yeah, okay. But, you know, you want to pay whatever
0: you want to You remember the days when you used to say, you know, that the register people say, hey, are you paying in cash or credit? So I thought it might have been the same situation. They still say it now. Well, like, hey, you want to pay cash,
1: credit, or Klarna? While I think it is something that is getting popular with retailers, it's not necessarily – I don't see them encouraging it as much. But they are trained on it, and they do know um, about it. I do know that, you know, a lot of – it works very similar to when you pay with cash. Um, You know, if you return something, you get a credit back to your account. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you're paying with, like, an afterpay – and I can only speak – like, and I've had the experience with Klarna. I'll just speak on that with Klarna. Um, So if you're returning something – um, let's say you buy five sweaters mm-hmm. online and one of them doesn't fit. You would go to Macy's the same way you would normally. Right. The bag, you know, let's say you ordered it online, but you can return it in the store, which is where I usually shop. I don't shop in places. Sometimes I can't return it to the store. If it doesn't fit or anything, I hate online shopping in that capacity.
0: But um, you know how much so, I hate so you, so you mean you don't you don't do not do what a lot of other people do and buy two sizes, two different sizes? <laughs> And then just send one back.
1: No, I mean I, I like I like the option of the mail. Uh huh. So I like the option of getting your stuff in the mail, but I hate the option of having to mail stuff back if it doesn't fit. Yeah. So I love ordering from stores that I can just return it into a brick and mortar store. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, for instance, with Klarna, um, what will happen is if you return something, you get back. Your credit within a couple of days very similar to your credit card mm mm-hmm. they alert Klarna, the system alerts Klarna that you had a return right and then they tell you hey if you have a return and we don't you don't see the credit within a, a couple of week or two contact us and let us know okay and then we will go ahead and like con- you know verify with Macy's or whatever that you had a return but I actually had that happen where I ordered um, some things and this was when I was trying to figure out how Klarna worked and so I ordered a couple of sweaters from Macy's and then one didn't fit and I um, Sent it. I went to the store right. at the mall, and I returned it. And then the lady was like, "Oh, it's just going to go back to your your account." It actually got back to my account faster than if you had a, a normal return. And they took it off of the price of your installments. Oh, okay. And so then what ends up happening is if you're still paying the installments, Klarna will send you like a a text or whatever saying, "Hey." check out the app. Some things have been adjusted and you go back in and they've adjusted your payments to reflect that that 25 or 30 or $40 is taken off and these are your new monthly installments.
0: Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, I have one last one on the, on, the, on the whole credit card thing. Um, I can't
1: believe we're still doing this, uh, no, <laughs> y'all. just not a comparison. No, it's just
0: not. It, it, I'm just saying because like I like I said, if, if you're a corner representative,
1: it just know, doesn't compare because I think your upfront example is way better because the credit card thing it just doesn't they're not the same thing and this if you're trying to build credit these are not things to do these are not tools to use okay they're not tools to use to build credit there's a lot of installments and in loans by the way that aren't tools to use credit once they go off your account even if you have them long term just for the record right
0: i'm so, just i'm just i guess what it is is i'm seeing it as an advantage if someone says if i'm working for the credit card company i don't want you using clone I want you using credit.
1: Yeah, I get that. Right. I mean, but yes. I, and, I, and I don't think, and again, it does vary based on the person. Like it's, it's not, it's not a competition for the. I, I want our, I don't want our listeners to get confused about like a, a, like a fake fight that we're having between these two. It is fun, but at the same time, we're clear about the fact that these are two different financial right. products, right. and also that you know there may be advantages if you are not somebody just using straight cash mm-hmm. that these two things have over each other. Obviously, if you're trying to build credit. And you need to use your credit card to do that Or you feel like you need to use your credit card to do that That's a way to do that Or if you are somebody who's just very focused On that's the only two things that you mess with Is cash and credit It may work for you Mm -hmm. Um, And then also if you're somebody who maybe gets points Or rewards and you like to use that To build up those things That's something that um, Is kind of a little bit more exclusively still With the credit card bureaus Although Klarna does now have A um, Rewards thing Okay, so and that, that was
0: actually going to be my next thing the rewards component mm-hmm. of it. So, you know, that's something that a lot of spe- we've had these debates before about. You know, and I don't, I don't even, I wouldn't even call it a debate between you and I. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a debate out in general when people say, Well, I like to use my credit cards to pay for everything because mm-hmm. I get cash back or I get mileage or I get all of these free things that, you know, paying with a debit card or whatever it is doesn't offer you, Yes, um, which isn't uh, entirely true either. But, you know, that's another debate for another time. But that's something that people love to bring up as far as advantages of the credit card. So it sounds to me like, you know, these payment services, Klarna and Affirm and all these guys, they're, they're starting to offer that?
1: Possibly. I mean, I, well, I'll say this. I've only seen it with Klarna i've only really used car and afterpay i have never really i've never used a firm period mm-hmm. um and After i want to point out the, the other guy, i want to okay, point I'll, out the differences yeah. really quickly between these because i think we're in a lot of places and i want to point out the difference that i've seen with these three mm-hmm. for instance afterpay it's an app you can also use it online you do four installments normally mm-hmm. i think they have expanded out to other installment plans but normally they do four installments so we've made that example clear a couple of times you buy something the total is a hundred dollars including taxes and shipping and you pay four installments of $25. You pay the first installment the day that you purchase the item, and then you have three more installments left. So if it's a hundred bucks, you pay down 25 basically, and then you have $75 left to pay off. Mm -hmm. And normally they do it within two weeks, every two weeks. I think they're trying to mimic most people's pay schedule. Right. Um, You can prepay with no penalty issues you can pay it off the next time that you get paid. You can pay it off days before, months before, as long as you pay it off in those four installments. They automatically take it from your, your card, that whatever you've you know, purchased with, and you can switch up the payments. So for instance, if that card you used one time, you don't have any money on it, let's say, and you need to change it to a different card, you can do that. Everything you can do beforehand, and they send you a text reminding you that you have a payment coming up. Right. So there's a clarity that they do want you to make these payments timely and that they're gonna take the money off. Um, Klarna does something similar, mm-hmm. but they have be- and they have done a little bit more in their realm. Of course, they both work at different retailers. Klarna does like it's going to have larger um, payments, as far as like they're doing more, they're doing larger priced uh, priced items. Uh, Klarna works the same way. We're talking about four weeks. Sometimes they do six weeks, mm-hmm. eight weeks, and they also have a month's one. Um, so they may do like... You could do it in 12 months and storm almost 18 months. And that depends on how how expensive the actual item is that you're purchasing. Right. Um, so kind of kind of looks a little bit more like a credit card in that capacity. And they also offer like a low interest loan. Mm. That I think is for, again, they're high end um, retailers. So retailers that may be charging in the thousands for things. Okay. And they don't have that many of those. But the ones that do, they may offer something like that. They're taking a little bit less of a... Um, four week thing with stuff and then a firm from my understanding again is those high end products as well so you're talking about furniture you're talking about electronics things that are expensive um a firm is is a mixture i think they're also getting into the airline game correct i you know if y'all know something different let us know you know in the comments um I think they're getting so into like, do, like the airline game so you
0: can do your vacation and in installments
1: yeah so I mean so you can do possibly like airline tickets and in installments mm-hmm. uh, and we'll talk a little bit about that when we discuss like layaway or whatever but um a firm is a bit different from Karna and Afterpay because they charge interest um so they can go anywhere from zero to 33 percent so they are very different in that capacity because they do charge a little bit of an interest um and there's you know monthly financing all that kind of stuff that's a little bit different um, they have they share that in in conjunction with Karna, but they are different in that capacity from afterpay so things are a little bit more expensive you're gonna see with those things I think a firm's also doing like uh, you know car car repairs things like that oh. everyday kind of stuff so oh. that's the difference between those three I want to make sure people understand like after pay is you know retailers smaller usually just four weeks you know we're looking at installments of four weeks or four interest installments pay later in 90 days or 30 days which is something that Karna does and then Karna does do monthly financing up to i think about 19 percent okay depending on where you fall um and they do have late fees for that um and then a firm is again doing something like corner, but they're more on the higher end of things Right. so larger purchases larger they're even purchases. doing everyday purchases that yeah. are expensive and wanna, they do charge if I want to
0: buy a piano or something like that
1: yeah <laughs> yeah pretty
0: much okay so um whatever happened to our good old friend layaway you remember layaway where used to I
1: remember layaway
0: yeah you used to go into the store you tell them you want to buy the item you know you sign you know a paper a piece of paper or whatever it was I don't know and um, mm. well, that's how I remember it. You used to go into the electronics store or something, you want to buy some electronics or whatever it is you're buying. And, you like know, Best you, Buy. <laughs> yeah, like Best Buy or whatever. You fill
1: electronics out electronics, so, like, he's so old. You fill
0: out a piece of paper and um, you make a down payment. Yes. And, um, you know, they give you a certain time limit to to pay for the item. Yes. Um. So, you know, you can come in there and drop a payment off, but it just needed to be paid for. Again, this is I'm going straight off a of memory. I don't remember. So all delayed gratification.
1: Right. That's what it was. was you didn't. About.
0: Yeah. You didn't walk out the store with the item like like with these payments. Yes. You know, you didn't walk out the store with the item, mm-hmm. Um, but you walked in there and you made whatever payments you could make long as they got all their money by a certain date. That's all they seem to care and then you would have your item delivered or you would end up being able to pick it up yeah pick Mm -hmm. it up out of the store so um i don't see layaway plans around much anymore um and i guess it's because um you know a lot of people at first were using the credit card or you know if you can credit cards became more accessible Mm-hmm. Um, and now you have these payments, these services that we just finished talking about, like Klarna, firm, um, afterpay and everything else. So I don't see the benefit of using layaway at this point. So perhaps these things are, are 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 they're the benefits of layaway with some of the benefits of the credit card in the sense that you get it up front.
1: Um, so I totally disagree with you on that and um we can talk more about that when we come back. Okay. But I definitely disagree with you on layaway, like why it disappeared, but also why it still is the best form.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but unfortunately, it may not be an option for everyone. All right. Hi, I'm Tamika. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be right back with more Seeless Watermelon. So I do want to touch on something that you talked about in our last segment. You were discussing, uh, we were kind of discussing layaway and mm-hmm. how what happened to it. Um, and I want to I want to point out today, like you know, popularity is a big thing. You know, Afterpay has like eight point four million customers now worldwide. Yep, that's a lot of folks. Um, and you know, firm has got like four point five million. Like these companies aren't don't. This is not a small thing anymore. Right, it maybe was two years ago, but it's definitely been it's, different since the pandemic. Even, um, but uh, the panoramic, my bad,
0: the panoramic.
1: Um, <laughs> but it's something that is definitely changed. Um, I think with layaway. It not that you know people didn't want it anymore it's that retailers got greedier mm-hmm. so you know obviously you talked about a little bit with the credit card became more accessible but charge cards became a thing okay um you know before that wasn't a thing in stores back in the day I mean probably before both of our times layaway was a standard thing for people in America and you normally hear about how our parents or our grandparents could afford to live on a salary and all of that mm-hmm. Layaway was this great option for them because it didn't charge Either any interest or very little, so the interest would be like you would make a layaway down payment of like ten dollars. That's the little fee you would pay to have done layaway. Right, that was your interest, and that was upfront. There was a clarity to that, anything like that. So, or and so that's that's what normally would happen. But many retailers started going away from layaway. Um, more and more when they were able to get charge cards. And what you normally would see now in most stores, in like a JCPenney and a Macy's uh, and a Victoria's Secret, all these places, you have the option of getting their store card. Right. And their store card is like 24% interest, 30% interest, some high, ridiculous rate of interest that you're paying for your purchases. When they found out they can make more money from you doing that, right. they let go of the layaway because layaway gives them less money to make.
0: Right, less money to make. And, and, and of course, to the customer, the advantages you get. Get the item now.
1: Yes. So, so that was the appeals that you get the item now, you don't have to you have you have instant gratification, um, which is a mental thing, let's be honest. Like law finance really is, and the instant gratification of getting that item now made you overlook the fact that you're paying twenty four percent interest if you don't pay that card off in full at the end of the month versus the delayed gratification of paying less but having the way to pick up your item. Right. And I want to say that every retailer is not going away from LayAway.
0: Right. And, and, and you also have to think about it this way. Um, you know, PlayStation 5s, as hard as these things are to get, um, if you put one on LayAway, by the time you finish paying it, they may not have it in the store. <laughs> They're not going to hold up their inventory. They're not going to take a PlayStation 5, put it on the shelf, for you, and say that that's your PlayStation 5, to come get once you finish paying off the layaway. No, they're gonna do that. They're gonna hold on to the inventory?
1: Yes, they, that's that's a contractual agreement I'm making with you when I'm making the payments. Is is they have to do that. They don't have an option. They can't sell off the inventory and then after you pay lay they go, We don't have the item that you want
0: No, but they, they but it might be back ordered, is what I'm saying. No, it's not they that have they, have they don't hold, have it. They have
1: to hold it and have it by the time that you come to pick it up. Yeah, That's the contractual agreement that you sign off with So okay. I, I want to give well, this example
0: that, that Well, in the PlayStation 5 world okay. You ain't going to get layaway for it They're so, not going to make that item eligible Because there's no way the store is going to want to hold off on that
1: So let me give an example of where this happens all the time This is with Walmart at Christmas mm-hmm. So when you do layaway with Walmart they have popular stuff all the time that's on layaway. Once you put that on layaway and part of the the information that you have that we don't read, which is the fine print, they have to contractually have that at that date. What Walmart will do is, and and let me be clear about this, Walmart is used to do layaway all the time for all types of items. They, mm. sp- they went away from that model. They still do it for Christmas time, however. So many people have done this before. We've seen this where people's layaways have gotten paid off by wealthy people who have just done some type of philanthropic thing at the end of the year. But they very much still do this in stores. So Walmart does layaways starting in September normally, and then you come pick up your item at the very beginning of December. Many of the items that Walmart has on layaway are popular game consoles, things like that. Mm. So their advantage point is that they have a guaranteed customer that's going to get that particular item, whether it's hot or not. So they do hold those items back for you and you come and pick them up at this date. That's why you're doing that. But in the fine print of those things, it is a contractual agreement you with them. It's that you're going to pay your money and they're going to hold this item for you. So, yeah. they have to have it at the time that you come to pick it up. They can't sell off their stock and then go, hey, it's back ordered. You won't get it for another six weeks. Because part of our agreement is I'm paying you within these particular weeks because you're going to have my item by the time I come to pick it up. So, they can't just sell off your item simply but, because it's popular.
0: But can they just not make the item eligible for layaway? Like, yes,
1: they can. But that's but I'm, what I'm saying. No, no, yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. What I'm saying from they can, but the thing is, they haven't been doing that. Right. So, they, if you if they do layaway, they want their customer base because they know that person is pretty much dedicated to getting it. hmm. So they are. They haven't really been doing that now. I don't know. For instance, I, have, I haven't done the Walmart layaway in quite some time. Mm. Um, but you know, the PS Five is a specific thing. But I mean, are game consoles that are hot every year. The PS Five. I don't know if they put that on layaway option for people in store because mm-hmm. I haven't been in store to see if that was right. an option. Yeah, they're not even
0: sold in stores.
1: So that and again, yeah, the PS Five is just a, a separate item. That's one specific item out of all the things that were on sale for Christmas this year that were popular. And it also had a lot to do with who the manufacturer was and how much they were producing at the time for everyone. So that's one of those things where it still was, that's a manufacturer thing and not a Walmart thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, they still do layaway during Christmas uh, at Walmart. And, you know, one of the options that you talked about that was easier with layaway, I agree with you, was that um, you had the option of, you know, not getting the layaway. Right. So, for instance, um, with both Klarna and with um, Afterpay, with the firm, with the credit card, you know, once you purchase that item, unless you just fully return it, Mm -hmm. you have to pay it off. With, at, with layaway, how it normally works is you pay that upfront fee of whatever you're going to pay the store. So the t- store charges you $5 for being able to do layaway. Right. And then you pay whatever your first installment going to be. Right. Like you said, a lot of times it's not a set payment. So if an item is $100 for me, right. the store may say, okay, you owe us $10 for being able to do layaway. And then you can pay us $25 a day or you can pay whatever you want. Right. As right. long as by the end of the period you've paid down. The $100 total. Yep. Um, So that would be a benefit if you had like a a week where you didn't have a good amount of money coming in. You're self-employed maybe, something like that. Where it got tough or you had to use money for other things. As long as by the end of that time that you're supposed to pick up that item, it's paid off. off. Yep. But if you for some reason decided within that period you don't want the item at all. Mm Mm-hmm they a lot of times will refund you on a layaway situation and then you just pay like a restocking fee or something so you lose the $10 that you initially paid when you paid them to do this Right. and they may charge you an extra $10 for having to restock the item and have it off of the shelves for that long Mm -hmm. then they were not able to sell it because you had them holding it but then you get the rest of your money back Right. and that's not something that you have with any of these other things unless you return the item and are refunded in full for your money
0: right, okay, so but later you know like you said we're seeing layaway plans sort of like you know go the way of the dodo they're just not as popular anymore and I don't I don't really see them that much and um I don't know like I remember with Walmart you could do it online but I don't know if um I don't know how many retailers are offering that anymore i haven't seen it
1: so walmart still offers it every christmas
0: walmart still offers um
1: there are a few retailers that offer it every christmas burlington co factory used to offer it all of the time they let go of it but then they came back to it so again the model is that more retailers started to see the vantage points of getting a charge card right and because of that some of them went away some retailers that you know deal with like I think more of a um a value market tend to look into uh layaway because it is more popular Mm -hmm. some retailers bring it back solely for Christmas but many went away from it because it's just far easier for them to try to offer you a charge card than it is for them to um give you a layaway they make far less money offering you a layaway
0: right so um I saw something interesting and um you know, bringing about talking about PS5s. When I bought one, I lucked into one over the holidays. I was gonna
1: say this is this has been and my life for months. The PS5 conversation <laughs> is rampant. So,
0: um, I w- initially when I when I was able to lock into one, um, I put it on my credit card, and you know, I would say just pay the credit card, you know, once it posts or whatever it is. So. Um, what I noticed when I went to go pay for the PS Five on my, you know, through the credit card app, I started to I noticed that they offered something called a flex pay plan. You've
1: been telling me about these for a while now. Yeah, you know, you think credit card companies are trying to compete with these buy now, pay later companies. Yeah,
0: and at, at, at least that's what I was thinking when I saw it. Okay. Um, because the first thing I saw was it said you can make four easy payments of the cost of the the PlayStation Five. You can make. For easy payments, and what they what they did was they they lowered the interest rate, so from
1: like a standard credit card interest rate,
0: right? From whatever my interest rate was, they lowered it. They gave it, and they said that's it's gonna be a fixed interest rate for that period. Okay. So I looked at it, which I, it
1: could be variable with credit cards, right? It okay. could be
0: it could be variable, or you know, if you have a nineteen point nine nine percent APR. Mm-hmm. They'll make it 7.99% APR. Okay. And it's fixed for that period. So, like you mentioned, the variable part of it doesn't end up affecting you if it does. Okay. Um... So and,
1: we're, s- and we just want to give some insight because I know different people of different ages are listening to our show. Right. And so we do, you know, we do see our comments and stuff. And we appreciate y'all for listening. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we're talking about annual percentage rates with a credit card, the right. interest amount that you pay. And then we're talking about sometimes that not being a fixed rate. So it could be it could change. which is That change. variable part. Right. And then you were talking about them lowering that rate to like almost half sometimes. Yep. To appeal.
0: Yeah, okay. and, and so they'll say like, hey, you give us four payments over four months, right? Okay. Um so four oh, months. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So during that time mm-hmm. period, that's when your interest rate is sort of fixed. Mm. Um and you know, you make those payments, those equal payments or whatever it is, of course the payments are gonna include the interest in it. Yes. Um now, the, the, the funny thing about these, um, you know, looking at some of the fine print is that it says this particular credit card company said that they would honor if you have like a credit card account with them, you have a, 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 a credit card line with them. Right. Yeah. And let's say your credit card line is normally 19.99 percent APR. You buy the PS5 and the APR becomes 7.99% for those four months. Now, let's say you want to pay it off quicker. You want to put more money into you know, paying it off quicker. You want to pay it off in two months instead of four. Okay. What they'll do is they'll say, okay, well, we're going to honor the account that you have with us that has the highest APR. So before you have to pay that down before you can pay off the, um, the flex, the flex pay. So,
1: so let me, and I, and I want to understand this a little right, bit more no from problem. hearing you explain it, but okay. So is if I have a credit card and I'm just, this is all examples, right? So if I have a credit card with Chase uh-huh. and I have a $200 limit with Chase, right. just working on easy numbers and, um, I buy something online for a hundred dollars, right? Is that a separate account now with them? No, it's, or it's not all with Chase. So, yeah, really that, I have a three hundred. That's a good question. So, I have a three hundred dollars purchase with Chase right now, but my two hundred dollars is at my old interest rate, and my one hundred dollars purchase is at that flex rate.
0: Right. And okay. that's that. That comes from your credit card account okay. or your credit card. Uh, what do they call that? The, the the
1: So they charge me two different interest rates. Right, they okay. charge you
0: two different interest rates, but it's from the same line of credit.
1: Yes, from right, from the same, line of, the same mm-hmm. line
0: of credit. That's what I was. Looking so
1: they for. charge me two different interest rates from the same. Right, line from of the credit. same line
0: of credit. Okay. Now. You have now. Keep in mind, you just said we had two interest rates. So now, if you want to pay off, let's say the flex the pay, which is the lowest one, mm-hmm. they'll say, "Uh uh-uh. uh, any additional payments go toward the balance of the the account, higher interest, the rate. higher interest rate." So
1: my two hundred dollars purchase that I had, and my hundred dollars purchase that I had, the hundreds, the hundred dollars purchase being on the lower interest rate, right? And the two hundred dollars being on the higher interest rate. If I go, okay. I want to pay off the $100 one really quickly, and uh-huh. I'll just go back to paying my credit card as normal. They're going to say no. Whatever you're going to pay extra past your minimum payments yep. have to go have towards to that go higher to, interest rate. To a rate higher rate
0: interest rate, which in this case would yeah. be your normal credit limit.
1: These loans These sound like cre- trash. It's, right. too, it's too much complication <laughs> for what they're trying to offer. Like It's a lot of back and forth with the situation. And I can mm. imagine it would be extremely stressful to think about the fact that I'm paying lower interest on one thing on my card, and I'm paying higher interest on the other. Right. Like, why the hell am I still paying higher interest? If you could if you could afford me a 7% interest rate, why aren't you just giving that to me now regardless? Right. I don't see why these would be beneficial to people, but, you know, great for them trying. I just don't see why this would not, not only be confusing and frustrating, but also be beneficial because why am I paying 19 percent on one thing and seven percent on the other
0: well you know that's their way of saying hey hey you know we're gonna offer this service to you and you're gonna make a fixed payment and um, you know the benefit to you is is that you get that fixed payment schedule and you're paying less interest or whatever it is mm. and um, so if you go to the mechanic that's the the example they used in the in you know when I was looking into this stuff is that if you go to the mechanic and you have eight hundred dollars worth of repairs that you just absolutely have to do on the car. Mm-hmm. No way around it. Instead of just charging your credit card and paying the twenty four or whatever percent APR you have, you can do this flex pay thing, pay less interest and have a payment that you can actually make to pay all of this off in four months.
1: But you still have the other one accruing interest at a different rate. Right.
0: If you I still recommend. if you still right you still would have to pay that or whatever, you still have to pay the balance of, you know, the um, the twenty-four percent.
1: How do we say it's a scam in multiple languages? <laughs> that's what it. I don't it think it's a scam, is a scam. but it's,
0: but I could I, I don't see it as a scam, but it's like it's not something I would do. No. I put it to you that way. It's not something I would do, but I could understand the appeal of it because you're saying, well, if I already owe a thousand dollars on my credit limit. Right, I'm paying 24% on that anyway. If I charge the card for the $800 from the mechanic, that's another that's $1,800 I'm paying at 24%. -hmm. So why not just pay, continue to pay the $1,000 at 24%, and then just pay the $800 at a lower interest rate? So that's really what they're saying. That's yeah. really what the benefit is. But it's not like you say, it can get complicated. It gets once, complicated. Right, it, it gets, gets messy. a little And re- I'm
1: still paying twenty four percent and you can and the fact that you can extend me credit at a lower interest rate, how dare you have <laughs> me paying twenty percent? On the higher thing oh, whoa, And how? why am I just not being extended Why are we just not talking about lowering my interest rate period Why are we not doing that for my well, entire card Why are you just letting me pay 8% that, here And cause this that, percent here Because
0: that don't make them money <laughs>
1: exactly. So that's like the, the crazy part But I am I have been seeing those more often So I'm glad to get that insight on how flex loans uh, Some of those loans are working And as always as you always say Read the fine print
0: Yes, That's the best way to sort of know print. about
1: any of these programs Including Karna. And after pay and Affirm, um and you know we always you know believe cash is best but we understand that different things happen
0: mm-hmm. you know in
1: people's lives or just have different options or financial issues going on right now or financial responsibilities and you can't always do those things you know sort of upfront. so um i think it'd be kind of cool to just kind of go over you know what what's some of our what do we get from this today y'all what do, what do, what we, do we learn from, from this, this? We're kind of all over the place, but we also want to make sure that, you know, there's some concrete information that comes out of here as you're making these purchases, as you're starting to get into the buy now, pay later situation. Um, you know, what is, you know, the best options for you? Mm-hmm. Maybe we can talk about some things you bought. Yeah,
0: we can talk about some of the things I bought. We're definitely going to talk about some of the things you bought. Okay. So all of that Watch and more.
1: You and my business, don't do that.
0: <laughs> well, all of that <laughs> and more coming up in our next and final segment. We talked about a lot today about these uh you know buy now pay later programs and you know getting things up front and everything else um just based on the education that i received today about these buy now pay later programs i can understand the appeal of it um i think it sounds better than using a credit card even though you know earlier it might have sound like i'm pro credit card which i'm not no Um, he's not he's definitely not definitely not um, it definitely sounds like a really, really cool alternative to financing. Um, myself personally, I prefer to, you know, delay gratification, save my money and pay cash. And that's, Ooh,
1: I'm just <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, you know, look, I get it. It's, it's easy to say that mm-hmm. for a lot. And it's hard to do. You know, it's, yeah. it's easy to say that, hey, delay gratification sometimes, you know, or it might be a situation where it's not something that. You necessarily want, but something you really need. Like if you go to the mechanic, like we talked about earlier, you know, I think that a payment plan, I would like to see Afterpay and Klarna and all in a firm go to places like that if they're not there already. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen a mechanic that's offered that offers you that option, but I would Mm -hmm. like to see them expand to places like that because people are buying things at that point that they need and they may say, hey, look, I can afford a payment. Um, I've gone to many mechanics where they had that little credit card application right by the register. And I seen a guy have to resort to doing it. It was one of the saddest things I've seen. Oh,
1: Multiple people. Yeah, but
0: yeah, multiple people, Um, you know, it ain't like it's one application up there. It's a whole stack of them up there. Yeah. And, you know, but just seeing the guy actually have to apply for that just to pay for his. Um, car his car repairs and you know you can't say no to stuff like that depending on what it is
1: if you need your car yeah. yeah
0: you need your car to get to and from work so having these payment programs i think is a good thing but at the end of the day i believe hey if you just save up the cash you don't have to deal with any of this any of that stuff so that's just that's just my two cents on it
1: mm-hmm. um you know i i it's varied for me because I wanted to make sure, like before we started this, that I actually had used the services. Right. So I did actually use Afterpay. I did actually use Klarna. I am a fan of both Klarna and Afterpay. I've never used a firm. I'm not necessarily a fan on a firm's um, interest rates. I haven't seen great reviews about them. mm-hmm <laughs> um, so that's another thing when people come to deal with it. Because part of dealing with this is also like familiarity with retailers and familiarity with the companies. Some make it harder than others for you to make payments. Mm-hmm. I think that was a firm's biggest issue. And I think they're working on trying to change their model over to afterpay and Klarna. Mm-hmm. For years, that was a huge issue for them, I believe, allegedly. I don't say allegedly. What I've seen from reviews um, was that people, it was hard to make a payment. And so they would miss payments or things would be wrong and that would cause all these high fees. <laughs> But Afterpay and I think Klarna both disturbed the industry in that way. Yeah. So it may, it's making a firm have to change their model over to more user-friendly. Because, you know, Afterpay is essentially started off as an app. And it was super easy to use, generation. I mean, they, they, I think Afterpay has the largest of the market right now. I think they're at, uh, what did I say earlier? I think they're at 8.4 million people mm-hmm. versus 4.5 with Affirm. And they've been around longer. Because the app was really easy. And it was a simple thing. Um, I've seen varied things. I think the biggest trouble part of this is that with any of these things, um, because it is not delayed gratification, there is a feeling of like to constantly be using them. So even though Afterpay and Klarna do offer this like this sort of mark off where they stop you, you know, if you get good at even if you start purchasing one thing and you do well with that and you purchase the next thing, you do well with that. They are extending you from the outside. Hmm. I think Afterpay has now started posting when how much you're actually eligible to spend. But before they didn't do that, you were just blind with it and you would just see when you could stop. But it becomes addictive, I think, for some people. This is really about financial mindset and your attitude towards money.
0: That's mm-hmm. going to make
1: the biggest difference. If you abuse credit cards, you're going to abuse afterpay. pay. Yep. If you abuse Good you know, other lines of credit, you're going to abuse this because Excellent ultimately, point. the instant gratification part is going to be the thing. If I'm on Forever 21's website and I just purchased $100 worth of clothes... That I don't really have the cash for, let's say, it's gonna be appealing for me to, you know, and it's meant to do that. Let's be clear about how it's advertised. It's not only advertised in the checkout process, it's advertised in the shopping process. So when I get to the page of the pants I just clicked on, they're already showing you because our data is following us, you know what I'm saying? When we're going from these pages to these pages, they know you use Afterpay. So it's following you on the site and it's breaking down for you while you look at this shirt that you really want. That, hey, you can get this for $10 for the next four weeks. You can get this in $10 installments over four weeks if you just get it today mm-hmm. through Afterpay. So it's following you from website to website. So all of those small amounts are appealing to you because of that. So now I went to Fabus 21. I've now bought things from Ulta because all of those small uh, amounts, although they add up, are appealing to me. Right. they are smaller doses. I'm not getting as much taken out. But then over time, you're buying more stuff than you really need. You're not delaying your gratification. You're not thinking like, hey, do I really need this today? Or if I just wait a couple of hours, am I going to even want this? Yep. Um, and that's where they're going to be appealing to you. I have seen, however, where some people, especially younger people, who seem to be the majority in this. And when I say younger people, I just mean anybody in Generation Z um, and have been able to they've learned how to manage their money, some have said, through this. Right. Because the one big thing about, again, I'm going to go for after pay is more so than corner on this. Is that you are using your own money Mm. this isn't a credit situation like it's a micro loan but your own money is coming out and it's being taken out of your account every month so a lot of younger people have seen this as how a great way to teach them how to pay bills right because it is a bill every month let's be clear about I mean every every two weeks it's a bill so every two weeks when you get paid it's a bill that's coming out of your account it's an automatic withdrawal of funds from your account let's be clear about what that is so and they have said it's helped them to manage how to deal with like a regular bill that would come in monthly, especially if you're a person who may not be living, who may still be living with your parents. Maybe you just pay like a phone bill or something like that. Mm. This is a great way that they've learned how to um, manage that, and I do think um, these aren't horrible products, but it just is a nah, I, financial yeah, I mindset. I agree.
0: They're not. They're not horrible products, and I think that the most profound point that you made earlier was that if you're going to if you're not going to be responsible with the credit cards and you're buying all those things up and everything else, you're going to do the same thing with with these services. So it all comes back to again, you know, thinking about your your purchases, you know, delaying gratification and making sure that you have cash rather than you know using these these tools. Although they're not bad tools, I don't think they're. they're Buy now, pay later things are bad tools. Credit cards, on the other hand, I, I can go off on a tangent on that, but I won't do that today.
1: And I, I, I think, like, if we look at, I'll give it, and I, I, I'll say what I think might be, and maybe y'all don't care, I don't know. I, I'll give up what I think might be a scenario, too, where this would be beneficial. Mm. So I don't know if Best Buy has officially done this, but I think they have Croner now, I'm not sure. Because Croner also lets you use it as a credit card. Mm. So what they do is not a credit, and when I say credit card, let me be clear. So, Klarna has done something different with their site where not only can you go into retail stores that link up with them Mm -hmm. to do this, but then you can say, okay, I'm in a store that doesn't do Klarna at all, Mm -hmm. but I'll have it on my app or whatever as a credit card. And then they'll let you use the service with that store even if they don't do it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think in ways that this could be beneficial, we want to be clear about everybody's finances are just different.
0: Right. So, if you
1: have to, to me... I'm more appealing with this and I just end with a credit card because of the interest rates with
0: credit cards. Exactly. And I just I, feel like I, you
1: know you're not going to make that payment on time. You're you're entering into this agreement because you're saying that you're not going to be able to make that payment in full. So if you know that that's the case, to me, these buy now, pay later, is if you're smart with it and you're using it for a smart purchase. Um, and I've seen different things online about how people use it. This young lady, she was moving halfway and she was taking a risk to move halfway across the country and she needed interview clothes she didn't have any clothes any work clothes you know she was spending her last to move to um i think it was north carolina for a job so when she got there she didn't have the money to like she was taking everything she had she didn't have parents money or anything like that to help her out so she bought a bunch of clothes online because when she got the job she needed to be able to have clothes for work right she didn't have a lot of professional attire so she she knew she was going to be getting paid Paid, in two weeks she had enough money to pay for the initial purchase and I think like the next payment but she didn't have enough money to pay off the full thing but she got the job so when she started working she got paid Paid, and so she basically bought her interview clothes right Right. away up front because she needed those to wear to work to work right Um, so you know something like that another young man bought a laptop because I believe Dell or one of them also does this now Mm mm-hmm um, so and it's better than like if you go with these credit cards that charge you 24% 20, interest yeah, and you know you can't interest. pay it off
0: right.
1: um, and it just kind of grows like that so he was able to make the payments because he had he needed a laptop for school yeah. so we understand that there are things that are gonna pop up but I would just say use it responsibly don't get comfortable with using it once you've paid it off leave it alone for a little bit you know yeah. what I mean like if you go back to it pick the something that you really just need to have anything else kind of just go with cash or be the type of person that you make these payments and instead of waiting in the four weeks, if you got it in your next paycheck, just yeah, pay, off, pay, the it, pay off the whole There's thing. There's no penalty. They're not charging you anything weird. And all they only do is say thank you for paying it up. And then you're done. And then leave it alone for a little bit. Give yourself many breaks from using this so that you don't abuse it.
0: Yeah, Exactly. Um,
1: but yeah, I would say to me, right now it is the way of the world. It is what people are using. Um but like you said, whenever you can cash a sort of king. If you can use cash and save it up. Um, and then take that same approach with Afterpay. How are you going to feel about this product when you have it in your house and now it's there? You wouldn't even use this that much? Yeah. Kind of run those it? same instant gratification questions through your mind. Yeah. And yeah. maybe don't make the purchase to begin with (laughs) don't let the don't let the 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 ten dollars a month fool
0: you well it's funny because that that's that's exactly what the credit card company people will tell you well you didn't have to make the purchase You
1: you don't have to do that so i think that that's one of the one of the things uh there
0: okay so um before we go I have to know about the purchases because you said earlier. Nosy. You said earlier that you used these products before and you wanted to use them, you know, to really have an idea of, you know, how they work. So, first off, what did you buy and how much did it cost?
1: Ooh, that's so nosy. Okay, so I did do and I use relatively low amounts, let's be clear. It's the same thing whenever I first tried eBay. Mm-hmm. I think I bought something for like 20 bucks. Okay. Like I wasn't really trying to spend a bunch. Um, I was worried. So with Karna, I did do a Macy's shop. All right. That was me. Um, and I think I bought like $125 and like sweaters and shirts and stuff right it was like most stuff <laughs> now i had the money for it but i wanted to see how connor worked okay because i had i had already used afterpay once for like a very tiny purchase but i wanted to see how connor worked because that was the two competing ones um again it was really a stream a, a seamless thing there was no credit check you just put your information on there then you kind of just it, when you do that initial purchase you're really just guessing
0: mm-hmm.
1: you don't know when you get to the thing so that's the other thing don't play yourself And if you don't, if you really want those items, make sure you kind of have the money because you don't know if they're going to approve you or not. Mm. Some of them say that they do a soft credit check to wear or a soft stream of your credit where they don't check your credit so it doesn't affect your score. Your score, okay. So they may actually be doing something like that. Um, And so be aware of that. And they do tell you that when they're doing it. So if that's the case, you may not get away with some large purchase that you want. Um, I would say off the bat like more than likely you're not gonna get a proof like a thousand dollar purchase right away I think it's another way that these companies are sort of um mitigating risk is by not giving anybody regardless of your your uh, financial history an initial a hundred thousand dollars then you have to build a reputation with them saying to your same as your credit card so the more likely that you get these purchases and you pay them off then the next time you go they'll let you buy something higher and higher and higher mm-hmm. so um with Klarna, it was Macy's, I did it online, the clothes came to me, uh, one of the sweaters like I said didn't fit, I went back to Macy's, and I went on Klarna's side because I didn't know how it worked when you had to return something, and they they basically, I explained this earlier, how it worked with Macy's, and so I went in the store, Macy's was like, oh great, no problem, you pay with Klarna, you know, the girl did something on the uh, cash register, done. She's like, oh, the credit will go back on your account. And certainly within two days, it actually did go back. And they sent me an email as well as a text saying, hey, come back into the app. We've adjusted your payments. And they reduced it by the amount that I had not paid. So that was cool. After pay, pretty much the same. I think I bought some stuff from like Ulta. Yeah. And then I paid uh, everything off. Uh, Like immediately. I just don't like that four weeks thing too often. (laughs) Um, Just wanted to see how it works. My personal preference between the two is I do like Afterpay a little bit better. I think okay. Karna's still working on a lot of their stuff. They're pretty known though and they're big. What I will say that Karna has done though, that one Macy's purchase, what Karna did is they do they do a rewards program. Right. So from that one Macy's purchase, they said that I um they they sent me something in the app saying, hey, because they, they call it points. They gave me points that went towards giving me like a ten dollar Amazon gift card oh okay so it was electronic and so they said hey go into your rewards section you have a gift card for $10 because you spent this much at Macy's and they gave you this amount of points uh-huh. and those points add up to other things so you could apply them towards gift cards and stuff like that so I was able to use that Amazon gift card when I saw something on TikTok I liked oh because okay. I'm shopping with y'all too but just you know I'm shopping in you know Small ways,
0: oh, okay. So, somebody got money and they just admitted it, not even. Show,
1: so. so, that $10 gift card went towards the thing I wanted to get, which was like $12, mm-hmm. and so I only paid two bucks online. But again, I think it's about like healthy financial mindsets and being realistic about it. I have used Afterpay more than once, but I don't use it frequently, mm-hmm. and I think that that's the key part. Um, I just was in financial debt for so long you know what I'm saying from years ago and having climbed out of that I really don't want to ever be back there right so it's really important to me that I don't get caught up with it um, again there are fees attached if you don't pay these things on time What I normally do or would suggest that anybody does if you to, if you do use this because again we talk about cash being king um you know make the purchase around your pay week schedule Mm -hmm. because they do make the payment every two weeks and it's going to hit then so if you don't get paid let's say you get paid bi-weekly and you make the purchase on a week that you don't get paid in the next two weeks that payment's going to be due again if it's a week that you don't get paid and if you're counting every dollar and assigning every dollar to where it needs because it needs to have it you know go somewhere then you might miss that payment yeah so if you make sure it's during the week that you get paid um usually the the day after payday or the day of payday you then make that online purchase then you know in two weeks when you get paid again that's when you'll have that happen if you get paid infrequently you need to be responsible and set that money aside it becomes a part of your budget right because it is a bill that is going to be due and it's a micro loan so it becomes a part of your budget you will have to budget out for that every two weeks or whenever you get paid to take the money out to make sure you pay this thing on time if you use it responsibly it can be beneficial because you have the stuff right away Mm -hmm. if you use it irresponsibly it will fuck up your life just like any other other stuff
0: yeah exactly so all right so well up to this point we hope that you uh learned a little something about these uh buy now pay later programs um continue uh listening to our show for
1: Follow well, us on Instagram. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, definitely follow us on Instagram. Sealess
1: watermelon.
0: Sealess watermelon. Go to our, go to our website from follow us know, on IG for more episodes and uh, past episodes as well. So. Check
1: us out on Spotify Breaker.
0: Yep, Spotify Breaker. we all of our podcasts are there as well. So
1: and leave us comments below. Like, let us know what you think. Um, and keep checking us out every Thursday.
0: Yep, every Thursday we uh, we drop new episodes. Every we drop Thursday.
1: new episodes.
0: So. All right, so I'm Al.
1: Thanks for listening. I'm Tamika.
0: See you guys later.
1: So I think we did an episode. Yeah,
0: I think we, we did an episode.
1: If you've been sticking with us so far, thank you. I'm Tamika. I'm Al. And this is...
0: Seedless Watermelon. In retrospect, I'm just thinking back to the time when it was all good. The golden era